Listener discretion is always advised. Don't worry about a thing. Cause everyone thinks it's gonna be alright. Don't worry about a thing. somebody maybe everybody might need to hear just something a little different than what it is you are about to see for the next 30 days let me go ahead and start this show this is for masters this technique you already know what you're listening to this is february 1st black history month the opener Please desensitize yourself because man, your feet is about to be on fire. But this right now, this is the Justice of the Peace podcast. Let's get it, y'all. You know, it's a lot of bad stuff. Always that's to be reported on everything from every aspect and walk of life. And especially in Black History Month in the year of 2023. Look how we linked into this shit. There's another police killing. There is another incident of a police officer killing a black man. But it was captured on body footage, on body uh, uh, footage, and it was not only captured on that footage, the act, it, it, was, it was done by five other black men. So that complicates the matters when we walk into this Black History Month. Then you got, just as a slap in the face, the release of Wakanda Forever. A lot of people are going to be happy. Unfortunately, I am not. No, but let's start it off. My name is Justice. This is the Beast. This is the best solo produced podcast ever, and I stand on it. You can find me here daily for all of those educational and informational needs, whatever the hell it is that you want to call it, that's why I'm here. Let's start the show all right now. I know everybody's feed is lighting up, and if it's not lighting up, I don't know who in the fuck it is that you are following because your feed should be lighting up. It's Black History Month. Everybody is going to be selling fear all month. 
I promise you that. It's going to be everything from remember the worst part of this civilization that we can recall since we've been in this country. Instead of thinking about the accomplishments that were made long before anybody got here. What I want to do right now is not take you into the deepest, darkest demons that people possess within themselves. I want to go ahead and try to look on my feed and, and find something that, that might be a, a little useful, not only to, to, to you, but, but also to me. And first of all, I know people like to be distracted. I know people need the escapes. I know people want to escape. Hell, I had to escape for a while myself. But with that being said, I've got some terrible news for the sports community. Listen to this. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors, uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Thank you, Mr. Brady. I know you didn't hear it first, but you did hear it here. Brady is out of the game. You heard me right. From Beachside, I don't know where the fuck rich people kick it at, but wherever his rich ass is at, that's where he was kicking it at. He retired, and he announced it to everyone, to social, <coughs> excuse me, to social media, to let, every, let everyone know that he is out of the game permanently. There will be nothing else that he has to say, but that's just what he says, right? Anyway, like I gave him the hand of applause, let me give him another one. Thank you for your game, man. You know, uh, uh, to be one of those athletes, you have to be the top of the top. And when you're the top of the top, it comes with a lot of benefits. It also comes with so many distractions. It comes with people coming at your left, coming at your right. Your family members might even poke the bear. They may even try to subtract away from what it is that you trying to pursue because they didn't get to do what the fuck it was that they wanted to do. Never let that shit hold you back. Never let it hold you back. You know what? I'm not an inspirational motherfucking speaker. Um, I gotta stop cussing. I know you guys have very sensitive ears, but listen to this guy. You know him. You love him. This is Nino. Listen to what Nino got to say, all right? You got to stop forcing family to be family and just accept them as the snakes they is because some of the most poisonous people come disguised as friends and family. Some of the most poisonous people are the people that watch you grow up. Some of the most poisonous people are the people that stayed in the house next door to you. Some of the most poisonous people are the people that you see every day. Every 
day. Now, Nino, I hate to stop you mid-sentence. I know you're on one, but I like to get on one myself, brother. Check this shit out. The funniest thing about life, the longer that you live, I heard, at least I, I, I want to say this, that I heard this, and maybe I heard it incorrectly, but if you live long enough, you turn into a villain to somebody. To some, to some kind of extent, if you live long enough, somebody is going to have a bad story about you. The cold part about it is most of the time when we're growing up, that growth process, it involves our family members. So those tits and those tats, those are supposed to stay internal. But now that we have this social media, it is not too unfamiliar for us to see family members arguing and just at least for one month i'm asking as a people can we not argue and they see your potential but they can't stand it what do you do when your own mama jealous of you or envious of you or can't control you what do you do when your brother is jealous of your success what do you do when your sister it's jealous of your marriage because your marriage working with your husband and hers ain't working. What do you do when your uncle are drunk and he won't stop drinking? What do you do when your auntie on crack cocaine and you done tried to help her but she keep trying to borrow money from your ass? What do you do? This what you do. You cut their ass the fuck off. That's what the fuck you do. You cut them off and you keep moving. Thank you, Nino, for your contribution. People be on some really, really weird shit sometimes. And when I say I'm, sometimes, I really mean all the time. You could easily just walk outside and see some of the weirdest shit ever. What I like to acknowledge is that I'm not going to stand around and entertain myself with this shit for too long. Sometimes you hear some weird shit. Kind of like, you know, uh, when you're scrolling through your feed and you just don't know that you heard what it is that you thought you heard. So you hear it again. Have you ever tried pine cone jam? What? Have you ever tried teriyaki crystals and change? What the fuck is going on? Please run it again. Have you ever tried pine cone jam? Why? Who? When? And where does this shit take place? Have you ever tried teriyaki crystals and change? No, I don't eat teriyaki with crystals and change. What is wrong with people? At least, at least they not point guns at each other, right? At least I can say that. At least they just eating some weird shit and somebody's gonna knock out their molars eating on quarters, nickels, and dimes. I don't know exactly what's going on in that household that's got them making pine cone jam, but man, you motherfuckers, shit must be nutty. And I mean, it must be some nutty shit going on at your house. One thing that's not nutty is what I was talking about earlier. You know, as you ascend, as you ascend into a different area in your life. And I, I mean, that could be, for some people, different things. You know, maybe you used to drink beer and now you drink hard alcohol. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you used to, you used to uh, uh, pop pills and, and now you do heroin. I don't know what the ascension is for some motherfucking people that just want to be drug users. Maybe you used to smoke weed and now you smoke meth. I don't know what's going on with motherfuckers. I do know one thing. When you get successful 
and people start buying into your thought process or what it is that you're selling is actually needed, you get paid for it, right? Well, I hope at least that you can agree on that. One thing that I think it is that we can all agree on is no matter what anybody says about certain individuals in certain disciplines it is that they work in, they are the best at it. Now, when it comes to making their own contribution, their own mark in this world, no one can deny that Tyler Perry is that mom. He is that guy. He, he did what it is that he did uncontrollably and unmanageable by anybody in the top tiers of the industry. And with that money, he didn't do what most people do. He didn't buy a whole bunch, well, maybe he did buy a whole bunch of shit. I mean, um, Tyler Perry did buy the largest film production um, studio. He, he, he is the guy. So on my first contribution to Black History Month, I want to give my flowers you got to stop forcing family. My bad, my bad. That's a my bad situation right there. I want to give my flowers to Tyler Perry and what it is that he has accomplished. Now, what, what this is coming from is just my appreciation. Now, he, he has the largest black-owned studio. It was formerly used as an Army Confederate base. It's now owned by Tyler Perry. You know what? I'm terrible. Let let him, let me dim this music down real quick and let him tell you what it is that he has accomplished. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so the young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. The studio was once a Confederate army base and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. Powerful. Very, very powerful. You know, sometimes, most of the time, I think a lot of people are blinded just because we get in the nature of not only life, but the nature of ourselves. And ourselves is it's it's somebody that you can't hide from, right? You're stuck in your own damn skin. No matter what it is that you do, some people feel like they 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 just can't win. They can't do anything right. What's cold about people who feel like that is that they turn into vultures. And I hate to say this, and a lot of people are going to be mad, but in the wake of so many things that are happening in this country, you see people like vultures circling around for the pickings of anything that's left behind that they could possibly get any views, likes, attention for. And, and when I say that, I'm, I'm talking specifically about the political people. They always show the fuck up when there is a tragedy. But we ain't seen they ass all damn year, all the damn time. The conditions that we live in usually are, are put by these motherfucking politicians. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Sometimes you gotta fuck a mother, you know. I'm sorry, grandson. I, I mean, you know... I mean, what's up, man? All right, what I'm talking about is Vice President Kamala Harris. She's going to attend the funeral of Tyree Nichols. Now, 
that would be all right if we had actually seen Kamala Harris throughout this whole presidency. Where has she been for the last four years? She has been missing in action, almost like she's been on house arrest. Does she have an anklet on? What the fuck is going on with her? It's Black History Month. As soon as I opened up my feed, I see her dancing and shit. I hear bone thugs in harmony, first of the month. I hear motherfuckers uh, uh, doing all kinds of stupid shit. Can we pay attention? to the tokens that we have been given because these tokens that we have been given, they don't even work in slot machines anymore. Everything is digital. This token is now going to, you know what? Let me go ahead. Like I said, I am a poor and aggressive communicator. Let someone else with more dexterity, a much better vocab, shut up. Okay, so Vice President Kamala Harris is going to attend the funeral of Tyree Nichols. The reason that I believe this is a bad idea, because if we don't have the vice president's attention when we are living, then we should not have the vice president's attention when we are dead. The point that I was just making. Thank you so much, sister. I think that black people are becoming too infatuated with the death of black men, that we're forgetting that we have millions and millions of black men that are living that need some type, some type of political advocacy. The black men that are constantly being ignored, black men like him who cannot even get a job in photography, black men who can't pursue a dream because no black people are putting things in place for people like him but the thing is that this is where we if you were in your 30s late 30s early 40s this is where i believe as black history starts we are in history and don't even know it the books about us they have already been written you are the ink you are the lead you are the ink and the pencil on the paper. You, you could write history. We, we could rewrite exactly how it is that we move. If you have an opportunity or any game that you think that you can give a brother, don't push upon him and try to just give him the damn game. If he asks it, hand it to him. You don't have to, you know, be, you know, everything ain't gangster. And she's completely right. We don't give enough of these kids the opportunities that it is that we wish we had because we didn't get those opportunities. And I see it all the time. A lot of people don't want to help. They own people. They own family. People won't even share your own art, but will support anybody else's art just for the simple fact that they think that they going to hit before you do. For some reason, when he's dead, he get the attention. This is crazy. This does not make sense. It, it makes no sense at all. We are so, so de de disconnected, <laughs> just disconnected to everything. You know, my podcast is 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 very very personal to me and every time that i record i want to have a little fun spread a little information and, and, and not only that i do appreciate everybody that listens but this morning after watching the wakanda saga and that's exactly what i'm gonna call it because if you listen to the last i think 10 minutes of the last episode you could hear this guy basically destroy everything about the first Wakanda. So I went into the second Wakanda kinda already with one eyebrow up. So 
I was highly fucking disappointed. I mean, shit. How many motherfucking Wakandans gotta die? How many times do we gotta cry? How many... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's inevitable that you motherfuckers is gonna lose. So... That's what I'm saying. Stepping into Black History Month, please let us recognize that this ain't nothing but a shade on the window most of the time. They got us out to lunch. They got us on hold. They got us waiting. And and, and it seems like a lot of people are comfortable in the position of waiting because, you know, it's a comfortable position. You don't have to do anything except for ride the wave. But... Isn't there something that we can do? I mean, I, I heard this guy, he was a rapper. He did this thing in this movie one time. Uh, let me see if I could pull it up real quick. Life is too short. I feel trapped. Hoping I don't get caught. Watch my back. Lost in the traffic. Heartless and tragic. Don't want to get my ass kicked. So I walk in this mindless state. And this don't make me feel this way. I tell you, life is a traffic jam. I'm stuck. When will you realize you're fucked? Don't try to change my ways. I'm hopeless. Victim to the games we play. Stay focused. Watch for the crazy ride. Don't lie. Hide till the day we die. This is my life. Tell me. Now you see, that is what we came up to. We gotta change the narrative. Even from the greats. Like I said before, the, the books are in our hands. We gotta change what it is that we do for the youth. We gotta change how it is that we talk to the youth. We gotta change how it is that we move around the youth. One thing that I wanna put on my first uh, uh, episode uh, uh, for this month is this. I have identified very good reasonings why everything is separated in the way that it is in this country. The facts are the facts. When you take somebody away from where it is that they live from, you strip them of their language, you strip them of their culture, you create a God for them, and well, not only that, you strip them of their children. Once you take somebody's children, you can program anybody to be anything, anywhere. But that's nevertheless. What I'm saying is, when you do what it is that has been done to the quote-unquote African-American, and that is questionable now that you got white people injecting themselves because they identify with... Okay, I can't talk talk transracial either. Okay, see, this is when I get miscombobulated grandson. Um, I'm gonna need... Like I was saying, this is all a system. Don't fall for the token. Don't become a token in this system. They want everybody to do what it is that everybody's doing. Keep killing shit. You ain't a killer. You ain't no killer. And then what are you going to do? You going to kill some shit. What we need to do is focus more on our neighborhoods. And I'm not talking about pulling the resources out of the neighborhood. I'm talking about becoming more resourceful in the neighborhood. I saw a video yesterday night that I had to show a few of my friends. And it's amazing. I'm surprised they didn't kill this guy. I'm. Su- I, this is why I believe that at least one person in every household should have some really, really good gun training and should always know how to shoot and be prepared to shoot in every household just in case. But hey, I'm nobody. And I'm an idiot, obviously. Listen to this, all right? Oh, my kids is in that car! My, God, my fucking kids is in that car! What the fuck? Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, how fucking no, nigga? You better fucking run in that fucking house! Hey. 
what you're listening to is they caught a kidnapper and beat the shit out of this motherfucker. Please keep an eye on your community is all I'm trying to say. There are much more things that are much more valuable than new dancing, than the new, the, the new challenges, the new hairstyle, the new eyelashes, the new fingernails, the new shoes, the new whip, the new... We are the biggest consumers in this country. Can we stop consuming the bullshit? You know what? Let me go ahead. I'm, I'm going to give you guys some morbid facts. I'm Morbid facts. Part 312. When he was a sophomore in college, NBA legend Carl Malone had a child with a 13-year-old girl. Whoa! Hold on, buddy. Hold on now. You can't come in and I... Wait. Say it again. Morbid facts. Part 312. When he was a sophomore in college, NBA legend Carl Malone had a child with a 13-year-old girl. Is that true? I am going to... Hey, I did not say that. And I didn't know he was going to say that. I just seen Carl Malone on... So what the fuck happened? The son grew up to become NFL player Demetrius Bell, but he... Demet... Okay. Said he only met his dad on one occasion after graduating high school where Malone told him that it was too late to start a father-son relationship and that he would have to make his way on his own. In 2007, 73-year-old Sherman Sizemore was undergoing surgery to have his gallbladder removed. An anesthesiologist had given him drugs to paralyze his muscles, but forgot to administer the anesthesia until 16 minutes after the first cut was made. Wait a second. Oh my God, so he was awake and couldn't do shit meaning he felt everything. Doctors later gave him an amnesiac in hopes that he would forget the trauma. Wait a second. Did he just now admit that they got some shit that they can give you to make you forget shit? So if they got some shit that could make you forget some shit, then that means they must have some shit that could make you possibly remember some shit? Is that, is that the opposite? Questionable but it apparently didn't work on his subconscious. After two weeks of suffering from horrible insomnia, nightmares, and paranoia, Sizemore ended up taking his own life. Oh my God, hey man, rest in peace. I mean, shit, damn. This is why I be scared of motherfucking doctors. Like man, that motherfucking doctor, they don't tell me, did they drug test that doctor? Motherfucker, I need a drug test. How is your personal life doing? Huh? How's your wife? How are the kids? Do the kids have drug problems? What's going on with you, man? Like, for real, for you start cutting me the fuck up, I need to know. Are you cut? Like, do you have a pill-popping problem? Are you a pill-popping animal, my guy? What's going on? Let me smell your breath. Smell alcohol. What the fuck, man? What the... The health system. What can you do? What, what, what the fuck can you do, man? I, I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. I know one thing. I, I witnessed the worst fucking barbecue ever. I mean, goodness. Keep it in with Michelle, y'all. Okay, one of the country's top egg producers, Hillendale Farms, said, you know what, we can't do this no more, y'all. We can't do this anymore. Between the bird flu, they're putting stuff in the feed, the chickens ain't laying eggs anymore. You know what? We out. Burn it up. Burn it up. Burn it all down. Y'all ain't finna get nothing. You were paying $8 for a dozen. You're not getting nothing from Hillendale Farms anymore. Keeping it real with Michelle, y'all. Okay, one of the countries... Keeping it real with Michelle. Yep. You know, that was the worst barbecue 
ever. I mean, it's just like, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, I'm finna be real stereotypical right here. It's just like some white people to cook some chicken without washing it or seasoning it or understanding that there's a time limit on your motherfucking... Does I know, I mean, it's, it's... I'm, I'm, a, I'm I, I, I joke, okay? I joke. I do joke. I did say earlier that, you know, you gotta be careful, right? We all gotta be careful, especially with our children. I wanna emphasize more on what it is that we do around our children, and then I'm just gonna get the fuck up out of here. Now, I don't know exactly what is going on with some of these kids and what happened to them as children, but I do know that the lure of money and the lure of success it draws everybody almost center stage and right now anybody can be all you need is that one viral moment anybody could be a, a star for at least 15 minutes and hopefully in that 15 minutes you can come up with something else to provide you a little bit more time to come up with something else now i don't know what happened to these guys but i'm gonna let this reporter Take it away. The three guys were set to perform about four doors down from here. And Detroit police are actually still trying to figure out whether they made it to the venue or not. Now, this is the story that I'm pretty sure that you've all heard. I'm getting it from the Flossy Informer. Once again, three rappers have been missing for 10 days since their scheduled performance was canceled. Armani Kelly's mom was the first to report her son missing. She came out here and put these flyers up, but she doesn't think she's gonna find him alive. I don't wanna be Dateline and wait 20 years to find his body. Armani Kelly's missing persons flyer sits in a pizza shop window in North Lansing. This is our home, so that's why I came here. We did all these areas, we're just now finishing up. Lori Kemp has been physically searching for her son since last week. Kelly's a rapper. He came to Detroit on January 21st to perform at Lounge 31. His fiance says he texted her to say it was canceled. Then he stopped answering his phone. Monday rolls around and we still heard nothing. And that's when she went and filed the missing persons report. And then I drove four hours to pick her up and then three hours to Detroit. Kemp was forced to file a police report in Oscoda because that's where she last saw her son. But after tracking his car, she realized it had moved three times in the city of Warren, ultimately found here at this condo complex by police. I'm doing everything I possibly can. I'm out there hitting the roads, hitting the pavement. Where is the police department? They, didn't they don't care. I'm sorry do their job. Kemp feels like her cries were ignored until police agencies in multiple jurisdictions, including Detroit, realized two other men, Dante Wicker and Matoya Givens, were also missing, and they were reportedly riding with Kelly to the show. The fact that the three of them are missing together is very concerning and very alarming for it. It opens up so many different type of avenues of investigation, especially due to the fact that if these guys were rappers and they spoke about doing very harmful things, their enemies can be unlimited. This is one of the things that I get fearful of when I hear that people are rappers. You don't know who your enemies are. You necessarily really don't know. From the internet, anybody can be anybody else. A fake picture is not it's not like when you meet somebody in person. So you could be you could be talking to somebody on the internet that you be talking to in real life and don't even know that shit. 
for us. Kemp thinks her son may have been set up by someone he met behind bars. Even worse, I heard somebody say the other day, I was uh, listening to something. I heard two people say this. You know, every time that they sent me to jail, I came out worse. I'm angry because you did eight years in prison and you didn't die, and now you come out and they kill you. He's dead. I don't care. I love that people are optimistic, and I love that they think there's hope. I know in my gut I'm the mother. Do you have the same feeling as Lori that he is no longer alive? I can't think like that. I, I can and I do, but I will not believe it until I see proof. And that's his fiance. I'm sorry I didn't say it when she spoke first. Police are still looking for any information that may help them find these three men. So if you know anything, call 1-800-SPEAK-UP. In Detroit, I'm Alex Bozargian for 7 Action News. I want to once again thank the Flossie Informer for her... Uh, or her however you want to be in there. I don't know. Thank you for your contribution. You know, it's 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 a wild time to be alive. I mean, I was looking at one story that said a financer jumped from a rooftop bar. And the reason why he jumped was because he was facing criminal charges. People commit crimes and they are unwilling to stand on the grounds it is that they say they're ready to walk. So please, this is all I ask and I ain't nobody. I'm, I'm just an idiot. At least try to keep your mind as, 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 as pure as you can within this next month because I promise you, anger is at an all-time high in this country. And if you don't know your self-worth, Somebody could definitely try to diminish it with a few fucking words or terms or some sort of complex that they might have going on in their little internal life. So please keep your head up, man. Love yourself, lady. Others, whatever you want to be called. No disrespect to nobody, man. You know, what can I say? I I'm just here. I'm just here for your, 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 your educational, informational needs. And, 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 and since we are talking about... Black History Month, and we are talking about race. There is one aspect of our culture that is always, you know, funny, and it's made fun of. And truthfully, I find great comfort in being a part of that community in our culture, and that's us light-skinned niggas. Funny. You didn't think that I was going to make a light-skinned guy episode. Boy, you were mistaken. I'm gonna let this guy right here uh, explain this to you, all right? You girls are a perfect example of why race is a social construct. Now, what he is showing you is a picture of two black children. One is light-skinned, very light-skinned. The other one is caramel, just to say it nicely. And, and both of them are beautiful children. Us mixed kids are beautiful people. Hear me out. Lucy and Maria are sisters. In fact, they're fraternal twin sisters, but many people would look at them and think they're not related. In fact, you'd probably think that Lucy identifies as white and Maria identifies as black. See what I mean? But this is their mom, who we probably would say is racially black. But because these two girls could self-identify differently, they'd be treated differently by the US healthcare system. For Maria, US racial corrections would say she should have different lung, kidney, and heart functioning than her sister. That means compared to her twin sister, Maria is less likely to have a lung transplant, less likely to have a kidney transplant, and less likely to have a heart transplant. 
just because of her race. The problem is, even though these two sisters aren't any genetically different than any other pair of siblings, they'd be treated differently by the medical system. And that makes no sense. These two girls... This is my point right here, why I played that. If you, if you were listening to it at all, I played that because there's already a division outside of our culture when it even comes to the acceptance of all of our culture. So can we at least start to erase that line that divides? These two sisters came out of the same woman, the same womb, and the outside world does not accept them just because one's, pigment, one's pigmentation is a little bit different than the others. How is that equal in our community? I don't know, we're willing to accept, we're willing to accept all types of people trying to, or not trying to, born in the wrong thing. But what if you're born in the right thing and you still aren't accepted? That happens in our community. And instead of being angry about it, instead of fussing, instead of doing anything about it that's even remotely close to arguing, let's just go ahead and talk about it. How about that? Let's just go ahead and have a conversation about why it is the way we are with each other. Somebody had to teach us that shit. It's not natural to hate one's own brother. It's just not natural. But anyway, I gotta get out of here. You know, I just do this for fun. Anyway, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait, yeah. I cannot thank you enough for listening to another episode of the Justice in the Peace podcast. Blah, need to fucking drink some water. Once again, every single episode is recorded in one sitting, no edits, no no pasting, no cutting, none of that. Um, please pull out your phone. Give me 30 seconds of your time. Go ahead and hit that like. Go ahead and hit that subscribe. Hit that notification thing so you can get notified when the podcast drops. Um, every single episode is dedicated to the love, the life, and the legacy of my mother, Paige. I miss you. I'm still looking for you. I love you, baby. Um, you can find me on all of the platforms also. Yes, I am also on YouTube now. So uh, type in Justice Peace Pod uh, and you should pull me up. Um, what else is there? Yeah. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Peace.